This is the Horse Talk Show Podcast with Louisa Barton. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Uh, we are going to be talking to Jessica Lynn from Earthsong Ranch and thank you to K Organics Feeds also for this special segment, Our Holistic Horse. And we're going to talk a little bit about Cushing's. Uh, some of you may know it as PPID. And Jessica is joining us now. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning, everyone. Lovely to have you back on the show with us. I have Trish Baumgardner here as guest co-host this week. Squeak is out racing. She has a barrel. Oh she has a barrel race today. <laughs> yes, she came out and did some oxygen uh, therapy on Sunny this week, and uh, she has a race at noon today. So we just shout out for Squeak this morning and say all the best to you, Squeak. We hope you win. And. Um, Let's get back to Cushing's. So um, for our non-horse people who are listening this morning, equine Cushing's disease is one of the most common diseases of horses older than 15. The clinical signs are associated with abnormal elevated hormone concentrations in the blood, along with other hormones. Cortisol plays an important role uh, in this disease. The syndrome is better defined as equine pituitary pars intermediate dysfunction, but we like calling it Cushing's because it's a whole lot less of a mouthful. Um, it reflects the location between within the brain that is abnormal. In humans, Cushing's disease affects a different location within the pituitary gland. That's the reason why veter veterinarians prefer to call this disease PPID. So obviously the first step, if you think your horse has any symptoms of Cushing's, um, excessive drinking, excessive urination, lethargy, sometimes laminitis, uh, muscle mass loss, some repeated infections, sometimes like sole abscesses and sinusitis, inf infertility, bulging eyes, sometimes long shaggy hair or different length hair, sometimes fat deposits in unusual places and a crusty neck. Um, some of those things are things to look out for. Obviously the first step is to get your veterinarian to come out. The fall is prime time to do that, to be tested. Some of the companies even offer free tests in the fall through your veterinarian because it's such a, uh, a time of the year when horses um, that are predisposed to it or that have had the symptoms before are going to get more symptoms or perhaps they might increase. So first step is veterinarian examination test, find out what's going on and follow your veterinarian's uh, recommendations on that. But then to complement that, what Jessica Lynn can do for you is really incredible. Um, Jessica, talk to us a little bit about what you can offer to somebody with a Cushing's horse. Well, what we offer for Cushing's horses is pretty much a nutritional consultation. And over the last um, almost two decades, what I have found is that the increase in Cushing's is directly related to byproducts in a lot of the horse feeds. So I always tell people, to, if you can and you can find them, like from K-Organics, get organic horse feed without soy. Soy seems to be one of the culprits. It's kind of like all of a sudden people are becoming gluten intolerant yeah. horses are becoming soy intolerant and once you get them off any product with soy the numbers start coming down naturally which i don't know why that is or the correlation between that but there are um things you can do to help the horses to support the endocrine system that you suspect would have cushings one of them is kelp you've got to support the thyroid another is the chase tree berries um the tea works more effectively than the powdered, but if you can only do the powdered, do that because that supports uh, the adrenals and also the pituitary. So there's herbal blends that we do, which Sunny is also on, 
um, that can bring the numbers down and make the horse more comfortable also make a lot of the symptoms go away. I have a lot of clients that work really closely with their vets and they work with me and they're able to either cut the amount of the drugs that the horses have been on once they're on the herbs and on a better nutritional program. So that's what we have to offer. And what I have found more and more and more is that the bag feeds that contain all the soy, the soy holes, the ground soy, the this is and the that's are, are seeming to contribute to what this disease does to these horses. And it's not a death sentence. A lot of people go, oh my God, my horse has a tumor. It doesn't mean it's cancerous. It means that there's a small tumor or maybe it's an inflammation, not just a tumor that's causing this. I have a mini who's 18 years old. She was diagnosed with Cushing's four years ago. Um, we've had her just on a nutritional program and Sunday's herbs and the kelp, and she doesn't show any signs anymore of the Cushing's. It's incredible. When I think of going back to, uh, you know, one of the things actually, just let me go back to the 15 year mark that I mentioned. Quite often, it's a horse over 15 that we see actually get diagnosed with full blown Cushing's. But just a point there I want to make, which is quite often uh, the horse actually might have pre metabolic symptoms way before 15. So, you know, this is something just to really be mindful of, even, you know, before your horse is older. Now, as it happened, Sonny, I think, was 20. Six or 27 when he was diagnosed, my horse, and um, I saw all the symptoms. I, he had the shaggy, different lengths of um, hair coat in the winter. He had the um, crusty neck, which actually I miss. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> he looked a lot more studly with a crusty neck. Now he has a 32-year-old's little skinny neck, and, and I kind of miss the crusty neck. But I said that the other day to the vet. I said, you know, I kind of miss his crusty neck. Um, but <laughs> kind of made, it, made him look, you know, a little bit tougher. Um, but he had the fat deposits. Um, he had a huge fat deposit on his sheath, actually, that looked like you could pop it with a pin, honestly. Um, it was so big. Um, and, and that may have made him feel more manly, too. <laughs> <laughs> Poor boy, it all shrunk. Uh, <laughs> but that's one of the symptoms, as we know. The physical symptoms yes. start showing up now, long before yes. the vets can test for it. Yes, and actually one of the things that I really noticed that was huge um, was if I put him in a stall, which I don't do very often because he likes to be turned out, but if I put him in a stall, if he was in the stall for three or four hours, I would have to strip the entire stall because he would soak the entire thing. The whole thing right. would be soaked with urine in, in a couple of hours. So those were things that, you know, I really noticed um, significantly about, um, you know, some of the things that came for me. But the first thing I did is call Peterson and Smith. They came out. They, um, Dr. Kayot ran the test. His ACTH was 293, which was uh, 10 times normal. The really uh, a high normal is about 30 to 35. Once you get over about 35, you've got to start being, you know, a little bit more concerned about what might be going on and start watching diet and that kind of thing. So anyway, his ACTH was 293. Um, and back in those days, he was on some 10% sweet feed. Um, so of course we did the diet change to the you know to the um, the senior feed to start with. That was the first step, and then we actually took him to the organic feed after that. Um, but we did the Cushing's and Kelp combination that Jessica Lynn sent to us, and um, he's been on that ever since. And his first retest, I think, was about six, five to six months, I think. Um, from no, from no, the, the first retest was only. 
two months after was it two months see i'm glad you've got this yeah. down jessica lynn yes yeah. yeah, so we had him <laughs> retested and his number was 27 and you know a lot of people can say oh well, blood work blah, blah blah well all of the symptoms went away and i remember the day that i went out to put his blanket on in the field and i i swung under his back leg to do up the leg strap and i went oh my gosh and I kind of jumped and Megan thought, oh, what, you know, what did you find? What happened? And she looked at me, what's wrong? What's wrong? I said, come here. Look at Sonny's sheath. And she's like, why? It's normal. I said, he's got a wrinkled old man sheath. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He had lots of little wrinkles in his sheath. What used to look like you could pop with a pin was like a wrinkly old man sheath, the way it should look. And Sonny might not like that as much, but I was really pleased to see like all of the fat deposits and swellings go away. Um, his hair now in the winter, even though it, you know, it grows and obviously it's, you know, thicker and longer, it grows at even lengths. He doesn't have any shaggy hair anymore in the winter time. In actual fact, um, you know, I feed him the DAC oil as well. And, and actually, we're almost, you know, we're in the fall, and still his coat looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I mean, and, it's, and that's, it's fantastic. And that's yeah, and that's typical too, and, and we've proven this time and time again. I mean, I've had horses, usually in um, like New York, Michigan, Minnesota, besides Sonny, who they did the blood test, they got the levels, we put them on Sonny's program, which the Cushing's on now is called Sonny's. It is. Just in, in, you know, to honor Sonny for his participation in this. But we were able to bring all their numbers down in the same way that Sonny's came down. One horse, a mare up in Michigan, took an extra month, but her numbers were 647 when we started. Holy cow. So anyway, wow. we got her down in the That's first scary. two months to 35, and then on wow. the 90-day mark, they tested her again, and she was down to 24. That's awesome. So amazing. there are natural ways, and your vet is always there to support you. And, you know, the herbs work in concert with any of the drugs that you may have to end up putting your horse on. But if you can extend it so that you can save that for when you really need it, then that's what we, you know, really encourage to do it a more natural way. Yeah. And, and you know, and it's just like humans, you know. I mean, look at all the weird diseases we have because of the food sources we have. Yeah. The horses are getting the same. And I mean, I've had horses since I was five. I'm now 66. And I never used to see this. Nobody ever saw this kind of stuff. And what changed, you know? Diet certainly has changed for for people yes. and animals. There's no doubt about that. And uh, you know, I just um, Sunny is able to be turned out 24 hours a day and eat grass and you know and hay and have a um, a very normal life. And at 32, is still being ridden and um, still going strong. So um, you know, there you don't like as Jessica Lynn said earlier. You don't have to look. This is this is the end. You know, and and honestly, when they told me he had Cushing's, I cried. I was like, mm -hmm. oh no. You know, and I panicked and I thought all the bad things that you think and, and, and worried and everything. But this has really been an amazing program and it's been very, very successful. So if you are out there with a pre-metabolic horse, a metabolic horse, a horse that has PPID, um, Jessica Lynn at Earth Song Ranch is a great reach out for you. We are not recommending that you abandon your veterinarian. Uh, you know, we do believe in veterinarians. We know they have their place in uh, treatment and diagnosis, and um, we're not discounting that. We're, you know, just asking you to reach out to her because I know that she can help from personal experience and from so many testimonials from people with horses that um, have had this problem. And if you have an easy keeper, 
start to think outside the box a little bit and say, maybe my horse isn't just an easy keeper, maybe I'm starting some possible pre-metabolic symptoms because that is often, more often than not, that is the case when you have an easy keeper. It might be time to just get some things checked out. So Jessica Lynn, I want to thank you so much for being with us. Jessica is from Earthsong Ranch in California and has been a supporter of our um, horse talk show for several years now. And um, when my family and I, horses, have any kind of issues that we think she can help with, we're on the Facebook message real quick. So thank you, Absolutely. Jessica. Absolutely. And you know that. And we do a lot with homeopathy, too. Absolutely. So anybody wants a more natural approach. But I really recommend sticking with your vets. And I love working with the vets because they look at the numbers. They know what the science says. And then we do herbs for a couple months. And then the numbers are all the way down to normal. They go, wow, there's something to this. Absolutely. Like, Jessica. Like I have, unfortunately, I have to cut you off because we only have okay. about 30 seconds left, but have an absolutely wonderful weekend, and um, we really appreciate your support, and Sunny does too. Hi, guys, this is Louisa Barton. I really hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Horse Talk Show podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and let me know what you thought. Now, please go out there and share the podcast. 